3: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your official station to talk giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. mention it with the friggin phillies you gotta watch zach wheeler go out there and go seven scoreless dominate the padres lineup wheeler of course doing what jacob degrom couldn't do max scherzer couldn't do wouldn't he be nice in a met uniform wheeler they actually make a smart trade and get the guy and then they let him go via free agency look i know it's a totally different story under new ownership and a different GM, but still, it's frustrating, if not infuriating, to watch the Phillies and Zach Wheeler get a win in the National League Championship Series against the Padres and now are three wins away from the World Series. The Phillies! I don't even believe it! Uh, Darvish pitched a hell of a game as well, but gave up two absolute bomb. well, excuse me, two home runs, one absolute bomb off the bat of Kyle Schwarber, who I don't know if I've seen a ball hit harder than that one. That thing was absolutely tattooed. Harper going deep. Schwarber going deep. That was about it. Two solo homers. That was all Zach Wheeler and that Philly bullpen would need. They go up one game to none. Bruce is calling from Howell. What's up, Bruce? Yeah, how's
2: it going, Sal? How are you, Bruce? Yeah, I don't know about that George going bananas thing. I don't know if it's exactly where Georgia wants us to be right now. I think We just got to the LCS. We're not exactly in the top of the world yet, but
3: Right. I agree. I mean, they got to win this. They got to win. I feel like if they beat the Astros and get to a World Series, then it's gravy. Now, I know that you want to win it. Obviously, you get there, and the Yankees' expectations is always winning a World Series. But I feel like this team will have, I don't want to say maxed out, but at least gotten further than any group before. So that, to me, would be a successful season.
2: Well, I was thinking about what you were saying. I actually agree with what you were saying about J-Mo. It's going to come down to J-Mo. That's the only matchup that I don't really like. Twice. The fact that he's going to have to go one and five.
3: I know, but what are you supposed to do? So, yeah,
2: all right, you got to admit, maybe maybe you're going to have to throw a bullpen game. But I don't like the matchup with Hermans, right? You're going to have to do that. But I think he could give you one good start. He's earned it. He's pitched well over the year.
3: Yeah, and remember, too. They probably have a quick hook with him, Bruce, but... Man, I just, I wouldn't have, I, I was watching Tylen all year. And by the way, I do think if everything went well at the trade deadline, you know, obviously with Montas, it did not. But let's say that that worked out, you would not be seeing Tyone even on the roster. I firmly believe that. I would never have had him on the postseason roster, but the Yanks really had no choice. And now, instead of the guy that they traded to get at the deadline to be their number two or number three in their rotation, instead of him taking this start, now it's Jamison Tyone, who wouldn't be, again, arguably wouldn't be on the roster, or at the very least would be coming out of the bullpen.
2: Right. Come on, Marco. Why, Why does Marco got no confidence in this
3: series? Yeah, I Marco, I don't know what it is. He's wearing that Yankee hat, and thanks for the call, Bruce. Appreciate you checking in. He's wearing his Yankee hat as always. I think I've seen Marco once in my life without a Yankee hat on. So, you know, he's a big Yankee fan. He just believes, you know, the Astros, that's fair. He believes the Astros are better. I understand it. I don't agree with it this particular go-around. But you don't want just Marco waving his Yankee pom-poms on the air anyway. He firmly believes the Astros are going to win. If I felt the Astros are going to win, I'd tell you. I don't. But I will admit that I'm jaded. I lived through the Yankee dynasty in my prime years as a sports fan. So I was brainwashed that the Yankees will never lose in the postseason. That's just how it was, because guess what? They didn't. I know they got beat in 97, but man, when you live through 96, 98, 99, 2000, and even the years that they did get beat, 2001, it took a miracle, you know, in the final inning of the final game, and even that series was just, the 2001 World Series, where it looked like the Diamondbacks were going to win games at Yankee Stadium, they kept coming back. It's like, enough. They don't lose this team. Even with the end result, it was... They were an impossible out. Again, building back up with other appearances, you know, in the postseason throughout the course of the 2000s, but building back up to win the World Series in 2009. And I know that's a long time ago, but there's something about that team, those uniforms, that building, even though it's a new building, Yankee Stadium. And even after watching them in 2017 again. Where that was a year the Yankees were supposed to be rebuilding. The Yankees don't rebuild. The Yankees win. They just win. A rebuilding year. They go to Game 7 of the Championship Series. So since then, I'm thinking, oh, well, they're going to get back to a World Series. And, of course, every year since, I keep feeling like, well, they're due. They're due. Plus, the competition in the American League is not that great outside of the Astros. That's really the one team. Now, the Astros haven't slipped up to their credit. They could have slipped up and gotten knocked out in one of these postseasons, but they keep making the championship series. They deserve a ton of credit for that. The I mean, Yankees are going to have to go through them to get to where they want to go. Matthew's calling from Hackensack. What's up, Matthew? How you doing, Sal? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, I'm real
4: pumped for the Yankees win. And, uh, you know, even uh, we're saying, you know, a fan feels that Houston's the better team, you know, you can't have a defeatist attitude.
3: Well, know? right, no fans. You know, you, you gotta understand it's different from a broadcaster and a fan. Marco and I are here broadcasting, so we can tell you our honest opinion. I mean, look, a fan could feel one way, but I wouldn't want that as a fan. Even if you thought the Astros were going to win the series, you can't have a mentality like that as a fan. You don't want to go in thinking you're going to lose. It ruins the enjoyment of it.
4: I, I I didn't realize you said Marco was a broadcaster, so I I, I understand. You know, his career, he's objective. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh. You know, I understand that. But, uh, you know, I'm a fan, uh, and I want to see them win. You know, I want to see Judge win. And uh, I think, you know, I'm glad the narrative is, you know, I'm glad the heat's off Judge. You know, I think this might help them bring him back next year.
3: Well, what How might he, what might help him bring him back?
4: Well, he hit a home run in this series. So, you know, you can't say he didn't do anything.
3: Two home runs. No, he was fine after the slow start.
4: That's right. He had one tonight as well. He yeah. had one tonight as well.
3: Yeah. yeah. He was fine after – I don't know if that's going to have anything to do with them bringing him back. I mean, Judge is – the Yankees want him back. He wants to be back. It's going to be about the money now for Aaron Judge, regardless of what happens the rest of the postseason.
4: You know, that that's uh, – you know, how much is a couple million dollars?
3: Well, we're not talking about a couple million dollars. We're talking about a lot of million dollars.
4: But, I mean, uh, you know, I love Aaron Judge. I want to see him back in New York. I don't like the fans booing Aaron Judge. You're going to get booed, you're going to get booed. Well, that's ridiculous.
3: Yankee fans embarrass them. We talk about the Cleveland uh, team embarrassing themselves. Yankee fans embarrass themselves. You cannot boo Aaron Judge. And I'm all for booing. Uh, You can't tell a fan what to do. You should be able to boo whenever you want. You cannot, however, boo Aaron Judge after a 62 home run season where he's struggling the first couple of games of a playoff series. Give me a break. Booing Judge, that's despicable.
4: Thank you. Thank you. You know... When did the Boston fans start outclassing us, you know, on a divergent point? But, uh, you know, Stanton, Stanton produces in the postseason. I am, you know, I I got excited tonight when he hit that home run, the three-run mm-hmm. home run in the first inning. I'm watching that with my father, watching that. That's a special moment.
3: Did you me. guys high-five? Uh,
4: we, we didn't high-five, but, you know. Mm. Uh, what would you do, a little uh, fist
3: bump? You no know, celebration with your dad. What was it just like uh, yelling and what? I,
4: you know, as off the bat, I said it's gone. I knew it was out when he hit it. Right. It looked like he made great contact. You know, this guy is strong. He took the right approach to take this ball to the opposite field. Well, even if Especially he didn't, when-
3: I, I knew it was gone before the ball left Savali's hand. Savali stinks, and Stanton has been good in the postseason. And he hit it to right field. I mean, even if he didn't make good contact, that ball was leaving.
4: Yeah, you know, and I got pumped for that. My dad got pumped for that. We enjoyed that moment.
3: And then, But how'd you celebrate? You just sat there and acknowledged and we
4: had it? Some chick, we had some chicken wings, you know, we go on, you
3: know. But no, like, no, no fist bump, no, like, beers, you know, cheering or anything like that? Like, what, what's the... I don't, uh,
4: no. I don't drink, uh, I don't
3: drink much alcohol, you know. You're sitting My, on uh, one couch, I, Dad on the other, and I was it. hey, all right, there we to, go.
4: To, uh... Two recliners, you know, two uh, nice. motorized recliners in the basement with nice. a nice forty two inch screen flat screen that I used
3: to play a lot of Call of Duty on, you know. There you go. No, I got all right, Matthew. I was just trying to get uh, get get some insight right there. I wasn't sure if you were high and we appreciate the call. I wasn't sure if you're high fiving, jumping up and hugging. You know, it's a postseason. All bets are off. It's a big deal. What do you get? A little fist bump, just a little acknowledgement, raise the glass, whatever it is, you know, even if it's soda. trying to take me inside your world, you and your dad enjoying that Stanton home run right there. I was just so disgusted with Savali being on the mound, and then that happened. You know, I'm rooting for a good game. I wanted to see drama. I wanted to see game five. And we didn't get to see it. It looked like a regular season game where the Yankees mashed a, an inferior team. They embarrassed him. Because Francona made a stupid decision. Which I still don't understand. You could, I could understand you don't want to start Bieber. Fine. Because you're saying you're worried about his shoulder? Okay. Well, I mean, that sucks for you that you got limitations in the postseason. You're trying to beat the New York Yankees, who are better than you. To do so, you're going to have to pull out all the stops. And if you can't go with Shane Bieber in that game, that's a big problem. That's number one. Number two, if you are going to hold Bieber out, why in the world wouldn't you bullpen by using your best pitchers out of the gate Keep that thing close as long as you can and hope that your offense can maybe break through and score some runs for you. And Ramirez, by the way, had an awful series. I don't care what his batting average was. Nothing but bloopers. Every big spot, he looked terrible. Jose Ramirez, one of the better hitters in the league. He had a dreadful series. But I was disappointed because Savali stinks and Stanton basically ended the game right out of the gate. That was it. That was all you, There's no way Cleveland's going to make it a game after that. I don't care how many times they threatened. That game was over at that moment. Miriam is calling from Forest Hills. Good morning, Miriam. Good morning, Sal.
0: How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah. How's baby and she? Good?
3: Um, Pretty good. Yeah, hopefully sleeping through the night. We've had a little bit it, of the issues with, uh, you know, 18 it, months now. The baby's hitting it, her sleep regression stage. Yeah.
0: Is she walking, running around? She yeah.
3: is walking and running around, yes.
0: Good, good. How's nice. the kitty?
3: Good? Uh, yes. Uh, well, no kitty. The uh, doggy you're talking doggy, about. Doggy, yeah. Yeah, Maddox, yeah. Is-
0: did you get Build-A-Bear Cat for her?
3: Oh, no, no, not yet. We did not do that. That's right, I forgot, oh, Mary. Oh, do it, do it, Yeah. Do it.
0: Now, listen, I have to say one thing about uh, that happened tonight. The Islanders won tonight. I was so proud of them. They came back from, a you know, one nothing and they won 4-2 against, you know, and I'm so proud of them. And they're going to win on Thursday against the Devils, and next week they get to play the Rangers for the first time. Already?
3: Next week? Oh, it's yeah. too soon. It could be going against the World Series game or the Championship Series? Yeah. Yep. Oh, no. I
0: don't
3: oh, like that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When is that? The 26th, I believe, right? Yep. That's and is, right. That, is that at the Coliseum or the Garden?
0: I think it might be at the Garden because the U- UVS, they had a fourth. Four game homestand at the
3: UVS. I got to look That's, and see the Islanders yeah. right now are all right two and one to start <laughs> yep. the year.
0: Yep, and the Rangers are three and one, so it's Rangers.
3: Be yeah, Rangers looking very good. Miriam, oh yeah. on the it's,
0: it's neat. I love it. I, I'm all excited about all this. Yeah, the I'll get thing, more
3: into it. It is by the way. Oh no, I was just looking. Let me let me just check real quick to confirm where that game is. It is the twenty sixth. You said right? Think it's in the Garden. It, it, no, it's actually at the, on the, the UVS. Good. Yeah, it's oh, good.
0: Yay! I'm very proud of that. That's him.
3: Wednesday the 26th, which is yeah. next Wednesday, which would be what? Is that Game 6? Oh, it would be Game 7, right?
0: Yeah, you have, yeah, you'd have to decide which one you want.
3: I will actually be at the Coliseum the yeah. next night, October Yay. 27th, for Adam Sandler. I'm looking forward good. to that.
0: Yay! Not now, for the look, owners, I, yeah. can I tell you something about Bob Costas? Sure. Bob Costas is not good at baseball because it's too slow. He needs action right away sports. He needs hockey or football or basketball, but not baseball. Why,
3: so it could shut him up from the storytelling? Yes, because
0: yeah. the history would stop. He'd have to describe. And the one thing I have to tell you, he's doing TV. I'm glad he's not doing radio. I would turn it off.
3: Oh, my God. So did you listen to him, Miriam? During... Yes, okay. I did. And, and he... he
0: was too busy talking about everything else. And the game was, excuse me, strike one, excuse me, strike two.
3: So did, were you able to follow along and get the description of the game?
0: Whatever, whenever he decided to put it in between his whatever he was talking about. Yes.
3: So all because, right.
0: Because baseball is not fast. Right. You see, he needs action sports. Yeah, but he's he doesn't not do that. Good at baseball. He
3: does. I mean, I guess he used to do football. Though he said he's yeah. done with that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I think the play-by-play days. I don't care if he does regular season baseball games. I don't need give him a show. Hey, let him host a show because that's clearly the he one.
0: had he had his own show for a long right. time.
3: Yeah, now he wants to do it during a playoff game. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that.
0: Well, the other problem is that he's doing television, right. so he assumes that everybody is now. A- why don't
3: Why don't you listen to the radio call, Miriam?
0: Because I do. I have one in each year.
3: Oh, you listen to both at once.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because you hear John Sterling and Susan Wallman giving you know. And you hear Bob Costas going, "Excuse me, there's a baseball game here." Wow! <laughs> it's hysterical. Look at it's you, so
3: Miriam, multitasking. Listen to both John and Susan and it's Bob hysterical.
0: Costas. Oh, mm. yes, it's wonderful because Bob Costas, I can switch to another channel and listen to the radio.
3: Oh, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, and are you rooting for the Yankees, Miriam? No. Nope. Okay.
0: No, I'm not because I'm too busy with the hockey season at the moment.
3: And and we appreciate the call, Miriam. And I do want to just tell you, let's go Rangers.
0: Okay, we'll
3: see. I hope
0: so. <laughs> Listen, I like the idea. I like I like the idea that Ilya Sorokin and Igor Shostakov will be at each other in that next week's game, you know and that, it might be a shutout.
3: You know, that's what we need, Miriam, moving that's, forward, is yes. Islanders, Rangers in the postseason. We didn't yep, get it last yep. year. I want to see it this year. And, again, thank you for the call. Always good to hear from you. I want to see it this year. Rangers, Islanders, postseason. Fleeks, they only play three times this year. Is that right, Rangers and Islanders? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Because I looked it over like five times, which means I believe twice at UBS, if I'm not mistaken, and once at the Garden. Uh, Let me see here. And it's early on. All the games that they play are early on, which sucks. We need a postseason. Once at the Garden, December 22nd, the Thursday night before Christmas week. One is, as we mentioned, at UBS October 26th. Oh, and then there's one. So two are at the Garden. There's only one at UBS. That's Wednesday, October 26th, next Wednesday. Then November 8th, and they're done before Christmas for the entire season. Yeah, that's brutal. That is brutal. So you have the 26th, then followed up a couple of, is that a week later? Yeah. The Thursday against the Islanders at the Garden. And then that December 22nd, which will be a big one. Yeah, that game next week is the only game time to play at UBS. All right. year. That's pathetic. Even, and I remember now when that schedule first came out, I was upset about that. But you have not only that they're playing only one game at UBS, not only that they're playing three times, but they're done December 22nd. How is that possible? There's a lot of hockey games after December 22nd. None featuring the Rangers and Islanders. That's disappointing. Tommy is on Long Island. What's up, Tommy? Good morning, Sal. Good morning. How you doing? How are you, I'm Tommy?
2: Actually, I'm actually passing the UBS Arena right now. Oh. So, but, yeah, a couple of things. I'm, I'm glad the series is over. Diehard Yankee fan. Uh, couldn't deal with the whole concept. Ron Darling's got to be saying I'm so glad this is over right
3: now. <laughs> You're not <laughs> kidding.
2: Yeah, he's that guy. I, I don't know. I didn't even know he was commentating with, with, with Casas. It was, it was like all you heard was him. But, um, really quick. If the, the pitching, I think is going to be the biggest problem for the Yankees. Yankees, you know, that's their biggest problem right now. Nesta pitched the gem yesterday. He averaged probably around 12 pitches an inning, which was ideal for, for this situation. I think you're going to see him more than one game somewhere along the line, you know, obviously in the later, you know, games. Um, But I also think that that one game that Boone didn't bring Holmes in, which these guys are making millions and millions of dollars. I don't want to hear this nonsense. He's not ready. I I don't know. What are your thoughts?
3: On not bringing Holmes in? That That game game that they lost. Yeah, that they blew. Yeah. Well, I mean, Boone didn't want to he said that Holmes wasn't available in his own on his own mind. Holmes said that he would have been ready to go, but Boone was saying it had to be an emergency for that case. I don't think you're going to see Boone make that mistake again and by the way, Holmes has looked lights out since in the two games that we've seen him
2: he's 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 been he's been wonderful and I, he hasn't shown any signs that he's not ready. I just feel like he blew it that day and that to me. I'm sorry. What other emergency? What's more of an emergency than, I mean, than than this situation? No, I get so it. Uh, you I... know,
3: Good. Good. Yeah,
2: Go that was one thing that, you know, I totally disagreed with. I, I just, you know, during this... Because now, you know, you, you had to play an extra game. Then on top of that, you lost the rain out. You know, so these were... You know, you that helped them out, I think, because... I don't know if you would have been able to start Nestor, you know, the day before yesterday, if you know, during the rainout. Um, I don't think he would. Have, he would have been available. Although, well, they, you know,
3: they clearly would have benefited from not going the distance here. And right. not only did they go the distance, but then they had the game pushed back. So, yes, they yeah. got hurt in that regard. They should have taken care of Cleveland in max four games. Max four, four ax-
2: games. Ax- Right, I agree with you.
3: But now, again, then, you know, it's Peralta also didn't have it that night. So we talk about right. Peralta as if he is, you know, untouchable. We had a call before, or before talking about Peralta always gets it done. No, not necessarily. He's good and maybe their best option, but he doesn't always get it done. Now going to Clark Schmidt, there, you know, that's and, that. That's where you have the issue. But if he didn't want to use Holmes, then what are you going to do? No, I hear
2: you. And, you know, yesterday, just and I'll let you go. Yesterday they they mentioned um, about bringing chat. Did you hear that about bringing Chapman back? And all the commentators were like Michael Caine. All I'm like, no, no. Yeah, I thought they already said bring- no for Chapman. Yeah, I wouldn't bring him back. You know, if you're going to lose, go down with the ship, and you lose. And and but at the end of the day, he should have been there. Everybody else is you know killing themselves trying to get to where where they need to get. And this guy's you know. Playing these, you know, these dumb games and not showing up, you know.
3: Not to mention Tommy, that you can't. It's not like he was Chapman from three, four years ago. Chapman was. You can't yeah. trust him. He's not lights yeah. out anymore. He's not very good anymore. So that combined with him going AWOL, yeah, that's a problem.
2: Yeah, and so and as far as Houston goes, listen, they got a good team. They they're the team. That, they got to get this monkey off their back. I mean, they they really got to get you know to the Houston Astros and you know what the bats they're going to have to score a lot more than three and four runs against Houston because um you know the bats have to wake up I know it's going to be hard but this is this is where the test is going to be it's like you said earlier you mentioned a couple of calls earlier that this is the test you know this is this is where it
3: is you know Right, all of them. That means Cashman, that means Boone, that means Cole, Cortez, Severino, Tyone, that means Peralta, Holmes, Loazic, everybody else in that bullpen, Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, Torres, all of it. This is a test for every one of them. Everybody's got to bring their A game. This is not going to yeah. be, hey, you could get away with this, or you could get away with that against this team. Everybody's got to bring their A game to beat the Strohs.
2: And and the other thing with Judge, the Yankees better do everything they can to bring him back. and. Shame on those Yankee fans who were booing him. Oh. That, that, that kid gave you his all, and you know what? He would have had more home runs at in the last fifteen to twenty games. You know everybody was pitching around him. I mean, it
3: was just so obvious. How do you boo, though, yeah. Tom? How the hell do you boo? And like I said, I'm always an advocate. I'm always on the fan side. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Where you see media members and people questioning fans. Oh, you shouldn't boo and you can't do that. You know, how do you boo, let's just say, John Carl Stanton after going 0-5 on opening day with five strikeouts? Or how do you boo Max Scherzer after game one of the division series? No, I think you can boo... Those guys, because their performance on that day sucked. You cannot boo Aaron Judge, who had 62, 62. home runs this year. Like, that is, if there's any, if there's ever been a season where you're unbooable, it's this year. I, I and I,
2: I, always say it's like this guy. His name has been mentioned with the Root and the Maris, and you know that's a pass right there alone. I, I you know, that that's to me. But anyway, Sal, have a great day. I got to get into work here.
3: You, you too, Tommy. I appreciate you checking in. I cannot believe that anybody would boo Aaron Judge. I, I seriously, how's that possible? And Judge handled it well afterwards, saying, "Oh yeah, you know what? It's uh, you know, we weren't very good. Or whatever he said, he took accountability. But come on, you can't boo. That's that's actually pathetic. Booing Aaron Judge is more pathetic than that roll call that they do out there at the stadium." <laughs> I'm sorry, nothing personal. It's just, I think that that's just lame. Now, Yankee fans don't see it that way because they think everything they do is the greatest thing ever. But I'm telling you, as an unbiased viewer of it, it's the lamest thing in sports. Matter of fact, I hate any stadium that you go to and they chant the name of the player in that rhythmic whatever. You know, they do it at Citi Field. Pete Alonso. I, I it's the stupidest thing ever. I hate that. Never been a fan of that. I know Yankee fans won't like me saying that, but it's the truth. At least from, yeah, that and YMCA is great too. Eye roll. Can you see the eye roll on the radio? Eye roll. Anyway, how do you boo Aaron Judge? Oh well, you booed. You know, Mets fans booed Scherzer, and Yankee fans have booed plenty of people. Yeah, I get it. They all deserved it. Judge Unbooable. Fran is calling from Uncasville, Connecticut. Good morning, Fran. Hey, how are you? How are you, Fran?
5: Okay. Hey, listen, uh, I hope you don't get mad at me like you did Oh, here we go. Yeah,
3: here we go. Go ahead.
5: But uh, let me just, if I could just make a couple of comments without being interrupted, Uh, you know, and um, I'd appreciate that. Um, As far as Bob Costas is concerned, the game has changed a lot, and uh, you've said that yourself along with many other people, um, and and he's changed a lot. And I think that he's still great. I think that the information that he gives out in between things, like yourself, you give out information, you know, about different things. Um, I think it's really, really good. Uh, and uh, the, the, the other thing I would like to ask is, um, geez, Please, I'm asking you, please don't get mad at me. Why is there so much conversation on all the shows that, and you don't, I don't mean you, I'm talking about the entire system, don't give enough calls to, to the uh, call, uh, enough answers to the callers and and we you know i'm not sure that we're interested in all the information that anybody says whether it be you or, well, then or don't listen. Keith or whatever then, then
3: then don't listen if you're not interested in it then there's plenty of other options that you could go to to get your entertainment
5: no not i to... enjoy your program okay, i'm not well, saying well, we I, appreciate I, I i'm not saying i disagree. I don't like your program. Uh,
3: You're not talking about just me. So, as you said before, you're talking about the whole station. I don't know what to tell you. Two things, though, and I'll let you talk, but now it's my turn to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, thank you. Now it's my turn to talk about what you're talking about. Number one, Bob Costas, the difference between what I do and what he does is that he's doing play-by-play for a game. I am talking about sports. It is my job to fill the air with opinion, with talk about the games and react and all that stuff. That's what you're listening for. We're not watching to hear what Bob Costas has to say about the history of baseball. We're watching to watch the game. You understand the difference, right? Yes, I do. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I cannot speak for any other show on this station as I don't run those shows. I'm not on those shows. I don't listen to those shows. I don't have time. I'm doing my own show. I can speak for my show. I take calls all morning long, five hours, three hours. So I don't know what you mean. What do you want? Someone to come in here and host a show with me?
5: No, no, no,
3: no. I just want to try to I'm not sure
5: I understood your question, but... I'm well, you said to
3: sh- you said you want the callers to have more of a voice. Oh yes, I do. Right, so I don't understand how I could possibly have more callers have a, of more of a voice on this show. You would have more calls if you didn't
5: go on so much about repetition. You huh? you, you, you constantly go over and over and over. Yeah, things. because
3: not everybody's listening every hour. You have to understand. I know that, that. but but for the most part, we are no, no
5: want to hear you I want to hear what you say I think you've got more knowledge than uh, than most most people yeah. I know and, and and most people on radio well, when it well, comes I appreciate
3: to- I appreciate that but that's really irrelevant in this particular case what I exa- know. so what exactly don't you like what do you mean that I repeat the top story of the day? Um, I'm not sure. I take calls every segment, literally every segment that we have. The only way I wouldn't take a call is if nobody is calling. Otherwise, I take calls all morning long. That's all I do. There are no guests on the overnight, essentially. Maybe one guest here or there. All I do is take calls. How is it possible for me to get more calls on? Well, then, I, I just got through telling you on several
5: occasions. I mean, s- several times. I understand that when you don't have anybody on hold waiting to call in, you have to fill in those gaps, and and that can be tough. I mean, but also
3: you understand that I'm the host of the show, right? Yes. Okay, right. And that so I'm supposed to be doing the majority of the talking. I'm the host. I'm the one who's entertaining. I'm supposed to be on. That's what I. It's my job to sit here and talk and entertain and do the show. This is me doing the show. Callers are a part of the show.
5: Okay, I thought,
3: I thought the the
5: the show is for the uh, uh
3: people, you know. Well, well, it is for people to enjoy and to listen to, Fran. And thank you for the call. I'm not sure again what th- this is not co-host with Sal, although the callers do essentially co-host. It's me and you, the caller. And the listener, you know, a lot of times the listener doesn't call. The majority of people aren't calling in. They're just listening. And they listen to the back and forth. But I'm not sure what you want other than an invite to come in and sit here and host. Hey, look, you want to do the monologue for the 3 o'clock hour? Have at it. You want to take it to the top? And you want me, you're calling me a talk show host to basically say you want to hear less of me and more of the callers. That's not how this works. So I'm not sure, again, what the issue is. And I do appreciate the support. I appreciate listening and calling. but And I can't speak for other shows. I know that there are some shows that don't take as many phone calls. This is not one of them. If you have an issue with those shows, whatever it may be, call them. I can only speak for myself. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. back on the fan eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. so I guess some news yesterday was David Ortiz or this was two days ago but we did it yesterday on baseball night in New York which is why I bring it up now David Ortiz was talking about the contract that the Mets should give Aaron Judge and two things with that number one you know any team should want to go after Aaron Judge. That's obvious. The Mets have a need. I know the Mets have a rich owner, so that's where Ortiz is coming up with it. But he goes over the framework. He goes, yeah, the Mets should give Judge $50 million a year for five or six years. Dude, it's, do you think that's what Judge is going to accept? $50 million a year for even, say, six years, $300 million? He's getting more than that. The Yankees 1,000% would give him that deal. He's He's getting more than that. Oh, because of the injury history? Yeah, well, that's why there's going to be a question to who's going to be able to go the extra year. You're talking 7-8, not 5-6. Judge is going 7-8 years. And it might be closer to, you know, let's say 45 million as we continue to crunch the numbers. 45 million for eight years. You might be looking at that. I think the Yankees ideally would like to do 45, between 40 and 45 for seven years. They're probably going to have to go that extra year because I do think somebody, whether it's the Giants, whether it's somebody else, I don't think the Mets are going to be involved in it. It's just my gut feeling, which by the way, is a mistake. They may pretend that they are, but they should really be in on him. I believe the Mets are going to set their sights on Shohei and figure out a way to go get him. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to do that in season or before season. Maybe they wait till after the year, but I feel like that's the guy that they're going to want to go invest in, Shohei Otani. That was the other part of it that came up. Otani said that, yeah, overall the season was negative with the Angels. Well, of course it is. Is that even a big deal? Obviously it was a negative season. Will he want to be traded? Will he leave the Angels? Who knows? Those are all things you have to be determined. But the numbers for Judge from Ortiz were way off because he's getting – at least seven years judge is not going to sign for five or six years even if it is for 50 million a year he's getting 300 million he might get he, he's probably going to get 350 I think you're going to see between 350 and 375 one all said and done so yeah I mean if what team wouldn't sign judge for five or six years for 50 million a year I would hope anybody that has some some bank would be able to do so Val is calling from the Bronx what's up Val?
1: Sal, my man. Sal, how you doing, Sal? Good,
3: Val. How are you? Congrats on your Yanks. You know me, Sal. I'm feeling good, Sal. <laughs> Yanks feeling in, good. Yanks in four over the Astros or what? You give the Astros a game. You know me better than that. I don't make predictions. <laughs> I like to let things play out. Smart
0: man. I like
1: to watch. I like to take the ride and watch things play out. I got three points for you, but once again, two things came up before I came on, and I want to speak to that before I get to my points. Mm-hmm. First one being, I got a call before, and I'm not trying to blow smoke. I want to be sincere when I say this, because I actually think as a counterpoint to what he said, you are one of the few hosts that I actually feel like allows most of the callers, if not all the callers, to actually have a conversation with you. You know, you, know, you, you, and And the way you balance that, I don't know how you do that, because you never keep anybody on too long, but you actually manage to to interact with the people that call you. And I think that's a very, very positive thing. So I don't know what, you know, I'm not trying to, to, to talk bad about no, any of the callers, it. but I don't know uh, necessarily I, what he was talking about. I get it. And I I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate it. Like
3: it. Well, I appreciate that, Val. And it is look, it's a different animal. If I'm doing the afternoon show or mornings or whatever, it's different. You it, the way you take callers you have less time, maybe less callers, whatever it may be. But no,
1: most definitely.
5: yeah, here it most is definitely. a
3: conversation. I I want to talk sports with you. I don't want to talk to myself for five hours. I want to talk to you guys. So that's the reason. But thank you.
1: And, and then just to, about that stuff with the judge thing that you guys are talking about, um, with the Otani, I think, you know, I'm not even going to speak to the judge thing because I'm getting tired of listening to this, so I'm, I'm going to try to ignore it. Until we finish and we're done, please leave my man where he is and put his list <laughs> a second or two. But I think with Otani, one thing I haven't heard anybody ask him, and that's the real question for me, is how he feels about a big market on the East Coast. Because it's clear that, you know, some things might even be out of his hands. If they're really, you know, ownership is up in question out there and all this stuff like that. So they might want to trade him regardless of whether he wants to move or not. But, but I think the real question, and I haven't right. heard anybody ask him that, how he feels about, you know, a big market on the East Coast, specifically New York. Well, right. Because he turned down. He,
3: well, he turned down the Yankees initially. Remember, the Yankees wanted him, but he not That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we don't know if he's changed his mind on that. You're right. That is the ultimate question because if he doesn't have interest in playing in New York, whether it's with the Yankees or the Mets, then that is that. I mean, that's that. That's the end of it.
1: Yeah. So I, I would like to hear somebody asking that on MLB. Or, or ask, you know, make that a topic of discussion on MLB because I would like to know that. But to get to my point, okay, the last night I called you, I told you I was feeling kind of uneasy. Oh, my goodness. It was a, it was a rough day to wait until 4. And I was <laughs> okay. fortunate that I got to see a little bit before I left the house. I wanted them to start off quick and to press the issue. And when I saw Stanton hit that one over the wall, I got a little bit of relief. Not too much, but a little bit, because again, like I told you, I like to see things play out, you know? And, but I was glad to see him and Judge actually contribute to what we needed. You know, I was glad the way that it was, you know, outside of that, from what you got from Nestor was a very workmanlike effort, I liked that. He had a low pitch, you know, per inning average, you know, it, it, the way he went about his business was very, very, very,
3: very, 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 very pleasing. Val, you got to you gotta live on the edge a little bit. Stand into that three-hour homer, you got to be celebrating like that game is over. <laughs> Come on, I knew it was over. You knew it was over. Enjoy nah, yourself a little bit. End,
1: even towards the end, they put some money on base. And I had I was I like, I started right back to Saturday night. I was like, Val, calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> just, just, just wait, just wait. Because no, they they were still trying towards the end, as they should. You know what I mean? And like I told you, I don't take anything for granted. So once the game was over, I breathed a sigh of relief, and I was so happy that we're about to move on. My two questions for you about about moving on, though, that like I know, and Tyone, I feel a little bit differently about Tyone than you do. But the thing that scares me is that he hasn't really had a start in a a good what was it, twelve days? And even when they brought him out the other day, it was like, you know, just for that little bullpen thing. Mm-hmm. That's what scares me. Pitches are, are creatures of habit. They need that regular five days. You know, like you sit for a while. Same way I feel about the hit is more so with a pitcher if he goes for more than a week, week and a half, and he hasn't seen the mound yet. And then my last question, and then I'm going to get off and just listen to you, and hopefully you give me some wisdom and tell me how I should feel about this. But am I crazy to think that the fact that we're running right into the series tomorrow and with the momentum that we have from you know uh, an elimination game we're going into it. i mean houston's been sitting for a minute or two am i crazy to think that we have just a little bit of an edge and we might be able to steal game one
3: no i it, it, I, I think it, that, am, that can help. i think
1: nuts or? no you're not
3: val and as always i appreciate the call and good luck to your yankees you're not nuts now it's gonna sound nuts or look nuts on paper when you see the pitching matchups that's my issue here is that I just don't trust Tyon. I know a lot of fans like Tyon more than I do. I've never been a fan of his. I thought he'd be okay with the Yanks because I figured, oh, well, he'll win some games, he'll be serviceable, and they have a great offense. So I wasn't opposed to the signing. But after watching him, ah, don't trust him at all. And especially against a good hitting team. I think that has the potential to get out of hand early on if Boone sticks with Jameson Tyle. but going in I never side with the obvious the blatantly obvious will tell you Yankees coming off a grueling series the rain delays or the postponements then they celebrate then they have the flight to Houston going up against Verlander they're not rested their pitching is is you know in Dire straits when you have to start Jamison Tyone in game one of the championship series. So the pitching matchup, the lack of rest, playing the game the day before, all of those things would lead people to thinking, well, there's no way the Yankees are winning this game. Oh, they're going to be up against it. Which would lead me to thinking, "Oh, well, the Yankees are going to win this game. Nobody thinks they could. The Yankees will win this game. But I don't trust Tyone. And I do think you bring up a good point, and we saw this a little bit, in particular, in the National League, what the buy for the top teams maybe, and I don't want to say it was a little rusty, but I do think it could have a negative impact. I mean, Terry Collins talked about it, and they had him on baseball night in New York, and we talked about do you think, and this was, you know, weeks ago, actually, probably months ago now, and we were talking about do you think it could actually be hurtful to have a buy or beneficial to win the wild card, which 99.99% of the people were like, oh, what are you, insane? That's a stupid question. Who wouldn't want the buy? Of course, the Mets would be better off winning the division. But Terry was like, you know what? In 2015, after we swept the Cubs, we had a little bit of a layoff before the World Series. It hurt us. And I think you saw the Braves had a little bit of a layoff. You saw the Dodgers have a little bit of a layoff. Did it hurt them? I don't know. Now you're going to see the Astros again where the Yankees are in the – Yankees right in the middle of it. There's no time to think about anything. There's no time to relax. You're boom. You're in it. They won. They celebrated. They got on the plane. Boom, right into the next game. I do think that there's something to that and a potential advantage. Paul is calling from Hamden, Connecticut. Good morning, Paul.
6: Hey, Sal. How you doing, buddy? How are you, Paul? I'm not going to go into a couple of things, but, uh, real quick, uh, the last call of our spot on with a lot of things and, and, and he's so, so right. And as far as you, anytime I put the radio on, on the overnight, you take call after call after call and I'll leave it at that. Um, I mean, I'm a momentum guy. I just, you know, I want to change up everything because I, every time I hear you say something, it's like, Oh my God, I want to respond to this or that mm-hmm. but yeah i'm a momentum guy always been i don't like buys in any sport every time but it was it's football or you know off a of buy and they're rusty and then it's baseball of So i'm said, i just one of the guys who to get it right on let the yankees just go right to houston right and they got the momentum and you know hopefully and you know they'll they'll win game one
3: Well, right, you at least have – I think that that does play where a lot of things play in the favor of the Astros. That does play in the favor of the Yankees to me that they are getting right back on the horse. Now, remember their bullpen overused – or maybe not overused, but used here where I can't imagine Peralta and Holmes being available – for this one, so maybe that's an issue for the Yankees here. They're gonna have to figure out a way to patch this thing up in Game One, and you hope it's not a sacrificial game where if Ty, uh, you know Tyone gets lit up, and then the Yanks are going to the worst arms in the bullpen and just kind of giving up Game One and, and resetting a little bit for the rest of the series. But I do like the idea that they're getting right back in playing.
6: Yeah, and, and the way it looks to me, it looks like they're, they're focused right now. They they know what they got to do. The young kids came in. They
3: you know it's the latter of part of the year
6: and they're they're fitting in right now. So I think that gives them. that just my opinion. If I can make a, a
3: jet uh, comment real quick. Sure. What do you got for the Jets big game Sunday four o'clock? So let me tell you something. I've been in fan since nineteen
6: sixty six. I'm sixty five years old. Okay, and I'm telling you something. I mean, I've suffered and suffered and suffered, right? I mean, you know, when Rex was the coach, when back to back championships games, you know, mm-hmm. I celebrated that and everything. And then we went to two bogus coaches, a bad GM, another bad GM, and now Joe Douglas got it right. And now I, I you know, when I see this team. It's like they there's drive after drive. The defense is spot on. They're 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 top and they're young. And I said this to a lot of my friends two years ago. I said, Watch the Jets. They're young. They're gonna be good. They need good draft picks. And Joe Douglas hit the drafts perfect, right? And now do we just thinking about the Jets as, you know, as uh, as bad as they were. All right. Four and two, I understand, but solid I think now it's got the team, you know. Believing that they can do it, and these kids are good, they're fast and they're really, really tough, and they got good
3: defense. They're fun to watch, and you're right, Paul, and thank you for the call. We appreciate you checking in. With that defense, young, fast, fun to watch, that's going to be the identity and strength of this team. Now, I know that they have offensive playmakers. I personally believe in Zach Wilson. I was not impressed last week in Green Bay, although – Wilson didn't do anything to ruin the game, which is a good sign, but the Jets ran the football plenty. He didn't have to be great for them to win the game. He didn't have to be good for them to win the game. That's an even better sign, where they don't need Zach Wilson to go out there and dominate to hope to have a chance. Their defense and running the football, that's their bread and butter. Oh, and by the way, they do have playmakers in the passing game. Garrett Wilson, who's a stud. And again, Eli Moore, they haven't even used him yet. They really haven't used Garrett Wilson in a few weeks either. But those guys are studs. I do believe eventually the offense will be a a great strength of this team. But right now it seems like the defense is ahead of that. And it's fun to watch. You know, I talked about it after the first couple weeks of the season. Why do Jeff fans even bother? How do you do this stuff? The ineptitude that they've shown in years, man, Mercy. But you know what? This is why you do it. Because years like this, as rare as they may be, you had belief in Joe Douglas, and now you're starting to finally see it come to fruition. The Jets are 4-2 and two after six weeks. Remarkable. Giants as well, 5-1. and one. I mean, it's amazing. Fleeks, do you happen to have our over-unders? I was thinking about this. Do you have them? Uh, you, know, you do have them on the phone a little bit. I know I had... Did I have the Jets over or I just bet on the Jets over? I bet on – I know on my own I bet the Jets over and I bet the Giants over because I wanted to, you know, have rooting interest and looks like that's going to be over at the halfway point with the way that these two teams are going. Giants number was seven, Jets was, four, uh, was five and a half. I only know that I had the Falcons and I thought the Jets – What are we looking at with those fleets so far? You did have the Jets. The Giants are the one that you thought would go over but didn't include it in the picks. But you did put the Jets as one of the five. Let's see how we're doing here. I'm going to bring up the standings real quick. Uh, What do we got for yours and and my picks? here? you have them listed? Yeah, so I'm not doing so well. Giants under seven, that's dead. (laughs) Saints over nine, that died as soon as Jameis Winston went down. Panthers over six and a half. As, As bad as they are, like seven wins is... I, I took that number just because it was so low. God But that's probably not five. looking good. You could uh, still get. You might be able to get the scene still. It's early for nine wins. You said it's over. Yeah, I mean they're two and four. They're in a lousy division, and it's just, they're frustrating because with a healthy Winston, they they're should be three and three or four and two. Right. And Michael Thomas is out. Right. Colts over ten. As bad as they've looked, they still have a shot at that. Right, three two, three, three, and, one. two and one right now. You could still get that, or at least push. Right, and then Raiders uh, under eight and a half. That's a win. Like, yeah, yeah, that looks a like a one lot. and four. All right. right. So you have the Jets over five and a half. Should be a win. If they don't get that, I'm going to cry forever. Falcons. had four wins already. Falcons over four and a half. That, I mean, they're three three. That looks three. pretty good. Yeah. Steelers over seven and a half. Ooh, that's going to be a bad one. Where are the Steelers at right now? They are two and four. Well, all right, maybe they the, can get the win eight. against the Bucks really helped. That does help. Two and four. All right. Eagles under ten. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, almost let <laughs> one slip right there. And then this is the one that I guess could go either way. Some of the leads they've blown have helped you. Ravens under 10 and a half. Ravens under 10 and a half. Because right, they could, the they could and easily three. be 6-0 in their 3-3. Three three. Yeah, really? I mean, they should not have blown that Giants game. I know we're giving the Giants credit. Dolphins but... game, Bills game, and the Giants game. All right, so I have a couple. So the Ravens under. What was I thinking with some of these? It's remarkable. The Eagles I just did not believe in. And here we are 6-0. and o. Go, let's go, Giants. Bury those Eagles the final couple weeks, but the Eagles will get to ten. So Steelers are going to be the swing. I'm going to win the Falcons. I'm going to win the Jets. Ravens. Could because remember, Ravens are three and three. They'll go ten and seven. You win, right? Under so 10, ten and seven, you win. So Ravens, Steelers are the two for me. You have the Colts, and I guess the Saints would be your other swing. What was the other one you had in there? The Panthers at six and a half. I, I mean, how the hell are the Panthers going to get seven wins? six more wins and they're going to be trading off everybody it seems like well that's the thing they're going to be sell- they're McCaffrey's going to be gone in a couple weeks so right. that one's dead all right well, it's nice to check in after six weeks and just see i knew that we were i knew that i had the jets and falcons basically done already i forgot some of the other ones
2: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road